Welcome to Sacred by Design, a podcast by women for women. Together, we'll explore issues like betrayal trauma, sexual brokenness, and more. It's time to connect your struggle to your story to God. Let's get started. We are back with more, with more on what to do after you find out that your husband or your boyfriend has been cheating. The last time we discussed betrayal, we learned um, to describe it to experience it, that it feels like an earthquake, yeah. right? And so um, Anne is here to keep the conversation going because the feedback that we've gotten, the the ripple effects from what has gone out already, uh, brings us to this place. So what do we do with the aftershock? If you want to keep calling it, using that language of an earthquake, what do we do with the aftershock? Well, I am glad to be back too, and I'm glad that women and men are finding help here. So mm-hmm. we're going to jump right in. So we're picking up after the D-Day, right? After the discovery, mm-hmm. after the, the earthquake has hit, and you found the porn on your boyfriend's computer or phone, you learned of a spouse's affair, and you're you're basically crushed and you're kind of wandering around in despair, right? After an earthquake, you're devastated. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you're going to um, want to control, cure, or feel like you caused this. Those and are the three, three C's. Yes. Okay. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The three C's of, of maybe a, a way you try to get some kind of understanding of what just happened. Mm. And what we're going to talk about today is you can't control it. Okay. You can't cure this. Mm-hmm. You didn't cause this, but you can choose how to handle this. And this is going to be in big caps okay. how you can choose how to recover from this. Ooh, okay. And we're not, this is a great um, way to. Th- to address the aftershock because, like you said, you've lost your bearings, you've lost your grounding, and you don't even know. Uh, what's coming next, or everything probably feels really fuzzy and really just out of your hands. So what is the first C that we're going to talk about? Well, because it's so fuzzy, mm-hmm. you know, and you're you're going to wonder, you know, did I cause this? So mm-hmm. what we're going to first jump into is I'm not the cause of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's his actions are, right? Mm-hmm. Like his behaviors that perhaps started even before childhood, before you. But now you find yourself caught in his storm. Oh. You did not cause the storm. He or she did. I need to now assess the wounds from the storm. Mm-hmm. I need to stop the bleeding, mm-hmm. put pressure on a bandage, mm-hmm. go to the ER and figure out getting my brain back online, and getting some good help. Mm-hmm. And remember, you know, your husband or you, your wife has been discovered, and they may want to minimize it, backpedal, deny it, but you have to stay sharp and smart. Hmm. It's difficult. It, it sounds so much like, the, I mean, it, it's his storm or her storm. But why why do we turn those questions on ourselves like what could I have done better? What did I do wrong? Um that is a really um first 
important step to realize that you are not the cause. And it's understandable, but you you don't have any data yet. All you know is the information. Mm -hmm. And so so what we do is sometimes we go inward and we Mm -hmm. think, I caused this. I haven't done enough. I haven't. We blame. Mm -hmm. We blame until our spouse begins to own it Mm -hmm. and get recovery and admit the whole truth. But at the first get-go, we 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 go into these three C's mm-hmm. and we want to figure out if we cause this or not. Um, but secondly, it's really important to know that you can't control it. And you know, oh. right, this is kind of like stop the bleeding phase. Yeah. Um you f- you will actually be first wanting to find safety and stabilization. Mm-hmm. And you will want to get some relief from the pain. You'll start doing research. You will want to go into lockdown mode, checking phone records, internet searches, asking questions over and over again. These actions are really safety and stabilization. They look like they're control, but in the the first get-go before recovery, it's just finding out, am I safe? Mm. What do I know? And you're really basically wanting to become stable. Yeah. But ultimately, as recovery kicks in, um, you will realize that you cannot control your spouse. You can request your spouse to get help, Mm -hmm. to go to a coach, a counselor, get accountability. But what you want to stay away from is falling into controlling the situation and, of course, getting it, wanting to get it back to normal. Mm but not controlling their actions. Like they have to go get the help. They have to make the call. Mm -hmm. You have to start your own recovery. And actually, really, only Jesus stops the weather, right? Jesus sometimes calms the storm and calms our heart. But this is your husband or spouse's journey and, and a journey with Jesus, actually. If you have something we should be talking about, let us know. Send us an email to podcast at regenerationministries.org. In the meantime, please be sure to review, rate, subscribe, and share. Back to the show. Oh, but lockdown mode sounds really good, right? It It, does. It almost sounds inviting when so much is chaotic and broken Mm -hmm. to lock yourself down and and get all the information you can. And that's important too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it'll look like control, but Mm -hmm. what it actually is is finding safety. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, that is important for, right, you know, the, you know, the, the days, the weeks, but if that is, if you can't switch out of that mode and you stay in control mode, it won't be good for you. Grace, you actually cannot control your spouse. They have to get the help along with finding help in uh, the Lord and in His Word. It's true, but it's hard to hear. So hard. I, yes. That I, yes. Okay, and so now we're at the third C. Yes, I can't cure this. I want to. I want my life to go back to normal, but I can't cure him or her. Mm. Only really Jesus can. You're not part, you're not the solution. Oh. I know. His group, her mm-hmm. group, mm-hmm. confession, consistent change and actions bring about the cure, not you. Even the church wants to give advice on this to the cure, and sometimes it's not the best kind. If 
if they just want to dismiss it or minimize it. But their broken heart, their um, it's it's not hard to see somebody who's broken. Mm-hmm. That will begin to bring about the cure. A broken, open heart. Cure comes through heart change. Mm-hmm. I remember Jesus asking the man at the side of the pool, do you want to get well? Does your spouse want to bring this into the light, get into recovery, go get a therapist or counselor or coach, and open crack open their heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we've been through the three C's, but I, I feel like these were heavier to hear than I was expecting. They are heavy, and some women or men may actually feel some relief to know, mainly, that they did not cause this. Mm. But they'll want to get resources and help. They will. But knowing that you can't control it or cure it mm-hmm. takes the burden off of you and puts it onto your offending spouse and on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but the third C is the best C, and that is choosing. That you can choose for yourself recovery mm-hmm. and figuring out what you need and want. You can choose to to get shelter to weather this storm. You can choose what you need, how to respond, where to get help. And mainly the best quote I love is, I need, you You can choose the good I can for me. You need them. You might need the motivation from a community to find the strength to do that. But I can choose the good I can for me. That's good. That's really good. The three C's definitely simplifies the aftershock. Um, And the bonus C, all of these aren't meant to minimize the experience. But if anything, like I hope that women listening resonate, and like you're saying. Oh, I hope so. And I hope they know that they can um, join a group. They Mm -hmm. can choose to find supportive friends and share with them about what's been going on, what they've discovered and how crushed they feel, Mm -hmm. that they can choose to that, that day eat, take a walk, exercise, look for beauty, even small glimpses. You can choose boundaries to put up, maybe a in-house separation or um, out-of-home separation if they need that. Uh, Advocating for yourself is not control. It's a way to feel safe. That's really good to hear. So on these podcasts, we really love to end with some sort of spiritual practice, or um, do you have something that we can wrap up this very tender conversation with? Yes, I have a prayer, um, and it's a, a prayer from my saint, and it's very beautiful and very powerful. And I just hope that anybody listening or watching today will um, hear this prayer and find comfort and solace. Mm-hmm. So if you have a a second just to bow your head or sit quietly, help me to journey beyond the familiar and into the unknown. Give me the faith to leave old ways and break fresh ground with you. Christ of the mysteries, I trust you to be stronger 
than each storm within me. I will trust in the darkness and know that my times, even now, are in your hand. Tune my spirit to the music of heaven and somehow make my obedience count for you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. That's a wrap. Time to stretch out your hands, take a deep breath, and actually release it this time. If we've touched on something that you want to go deeper with, check out our coaching page to set up an appointment with one of us. Head to our website at regenerationministries.org.